You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. This is Sports Day for Kia. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. Welcome to Sports ASA. Paul Bonds and Dan Menzel with you. You can be part of the show, one 736 or you can text in on 0427-154-166. Men's, how are you going on this, uh, what is it, Thursday? Thursday, yes. Going well, Bonds. Um, really nice day outside. I went for a run this afternoon, and it's been raining a lot of late, so it's nice to have some better conditions. Yeah, don't forget that week's open line. Discover exceptional customer service. Week's homes, discover different. Now, the hot topic Thanks to Char Time. Thirsty at Char Time? Explore our ready-made signature range inspired by Char Time fan faves. Our hot topic has been the topic all day and maybe a little bit of yesterday as well. We're going to talk about the Magic Round. Yes, the Magic Round. The AFL Magic Round, which by the sounds is coming to Adelaide. Yes. Common sense. I mean, exactly. It's between Adelaide and Sydney, and Sydney, obviously, there's some financial backing there, but also they're looking and going, can we get it there and promote the game in Sydney? But the challenge for mine is if you take it to Sydney, nine games for the weekend up there, you might have a few games where you get two, 3,000 through the gates. Which, I was going to say 100. Yeah, <laughs> which is a disaster, whereas you come to Adelaide, you're going you're gonna to guarantee yourself at Adelaide Oval, I guarantee you'll get at least 10 to every single game if they played every game there. Yeah. I, th- I think I think you're right. I think initially they're going to try this concept, see if it works, um, and I think it needs to be a success, success off the bat. And there's there's a bit of a risk if you're taking it to Sydney because Sydney people just don't go to sport like Adelaide people do. No, that's correct. I lived in Sydney, and um, there's so much going on in Sydney. It's so multicultural that there there is a lot of other things that people are able to go and go and view and go and spend their weekend's time on. So that's just the reality of it in Sydney, and you see that with the NRL crowds as well. So Adelaide is certainly the go, and uh, it's looking like or a good chance. I'm uh, really interested to dive into this, Bonds. Our Premier uh, was on Kimbo on the Roach uh, earlier, and this is what he had to say. So I've had my phone in my hot little hand all day today waiting for hopefully some good news from the AFL, but we're we're still a bit none the wiser. I... I did speak to Gillian McLaughlin yesterday and um, he reassured me that South Australia has done everything it can to put its best foot forward. We believe that we're up against New South Wales and also there's a live question that remains about whether or not it goes ahead at all in 2023. But we yeah, haven't received yeah. any con- confirmation news from the AFL. There's been lots of rumours getting around and, and lots of sources out there sort of suggesting that South Australia's in the box seat. But we're not in receipt of any official information at this moment. So we'll just keep our fingers crossed and, and wait for the good news, hopefully. Peter Malinaskis, our Premier, um, so positive, like he's being very positive about it without actually, you know, they haven't announced it yet, so he can't sort of jump in and say, we definitely got it. He's being politically correct there, <laughs> isn't he, Bonds? But um, I did listen to a little bit of that with Kimbo and the Roach, and he was talking as if 
he was thinking about the plans and certainly was uh, was getting ready for it to happen. So you've done a little bit of homework, haven't you? So, I have. So you've got a mock draw for Magic Round. Let's let's hear it. Yeah. So first of all, um, we'll look at the venue. So Adelaide Oval. There's going to be nine games. I think Adelaide Oval will be able to host six games. So we'll go through the game the days in a second. But Adelaide Oval six games. I'd go at least one at the parade. If High Sense Arena, West Adelaide, is available, I'd play one there as well. And there's been talk about going to the Brossa for another one. So there's your nine games. Now, if we're going to look at the time frames, the time slots, you've got Thursday night perfect, Friday night, Saturday. You can obviously play a few games during the during the day, Saturday night, and then Sunday and Sunday twilight. So, Bonds, I'm going to kick off with the games. I want to hear whether you like it or you disagree with these matchups. Okay, let's go. So, I just want to put this out there first. You can't play blockbuster or rivalry matches because they're already set. So, we can't go and take Essendon and Collingwood away from Anzac Day and say, yep, we're going to plug you in here Agreed. on Friday night. Agreed. So, Thursday night, I would lead off with a very good game, Geelong versus Melbourne at the Adelaide Oval. Great game. Friday night, I'd go with Bulldogs and the Collingwood Football Club. So two Melbourne teams as well that would draw a really good crowd again at the Adelaide Oval. We'll move to Saturday. Saturday day, St Kilda versus Carlton at the Adelaide Oval. Here's where we'd look to take a few games outside of the Adelaide Oval. So Saturday afternoon, I would play Fremantle and the Gold Coast at the Parade at Norwood. I'd also at the same time play Essendon and GWS at Bro- in the Brossa. So you've got two games there, which may not draw as big a crowd, but you obviously haven't got the venue that's going to hold as big a crowd. I would, and there's been talk about playing the showdown on Thursday night to kick off the round, I would not do that. And the reason being is I think with nine games of footy in the state, you will naturally get some fatigue from people around football. So I would put the showdown right in the middle on Saturday night as a standalone game and play Adelaide versus Port Adelaide on Saturday night. Like that idea. I think there needs to be some build-up. You can't just kick it off with a showdown. I think there needs to be some build-up. I agree with you 100% on that. We move to Sunday. I would play West Coast and North Melbourne at the Adelaide Oval. I would then go Sydney and Brisbane at High Sense Arena, which is West Adelaide. If that is not available with their grandstand, then I would look at going back to the parade. And, and that would obviously be at the same time as the West Coast-North Melbourne game. And I would finish the weekend with a Sunday twilight at Adelaide Oval, Richmond versus Hawthorne, two teams that draw really good supporter bases and crowds here in Adelaide. But also I think you need good games at the start and, in, and at the end of the round. You can put a couple in there in the middle that maybe might not live up to the hype. But if you're going to have nine games here in the stage, you can't have the showdown and then all of a sudden it's a lead balloon and everything goes by the wayside after that. Bonds, what is your thoughts on those nine matchups? I, I like them. I like them. I think uh, I, I agree with you with the Hawthorne-Richmond game. There's good following in Adelaide for the Hawks. Go the Hawks. And, uh, and, and I think that yeah, that that that's beautiful the way you've finished the magic round with a big game. Although, you know, at the moment, Richmond's probably a lot better side than Hawthorne. But the following is there. So you're going to get Richmond supporters. You're going to get Hawthorne supporters at Adelaide. Well, you might get 20,000, 25,000, maybe 30. Oh, without a doubt. And I think um, with that following, you certainly would. And what it also does is it allows your absolute diehard footy fans to be able to get to six or seven games for the weekend if they really wanted to. Commentators like yourself might be very busy that weekend, but that would be great um, to see as many games run like that. And the other point I want to make as well 
is I'm not sure if the Sample's listening or the Adelaide Football League, but you cannot play football that weekend in those competitions if we have a magic round here in Adelaide. All right, so when are they looking at holding this magic round? They the are. Don't know. The talk is that it's going to be the weekend after Easter, which would be April 16th, which is around about around four next year. So it would be early-ish in the season. It'd be about around three in the Sample for a buy. But I just don't think that you would um, play and you wouldn't have the venues available anyway, potentially. So that weekend, I would not play sample footy and potentially local footy as well. I, I think that, again, it makes perfect sense to just have all local footy cancelled for the weekend, country footy as well, because you're going to get country people coming down to watch their teams. I think it's a perfect opportunity for those competitions just to have a buy, have a rest. Even though you might have only played two games, round three is a buy. doesn't matter. No, exactly right. And what it does is it allows everyone in the state to be able to get to a game or, or maybe even multiple games. And and it, and by taking it to the Brosser, it does open up to more people. We have uh, off-air talked about potentially taking it to Norlunga or Mount Barker to allow the southern part of Adelaide to get to a game. So it would be great to be able to capture as much of an audience as possible here in Adelaide. And um, I think that we would kick it off with the Bang Bonds. Uh, fantastic. So there we go. Sports Day SA. We've just solved all <laughs> the uh, AFL's problems and the Sample's problems, all thanks to Toolkit Depot. Shop for a huge range of tools, equipment, safety gear, and workwear. And don't forget to stream the NFL games this season live on NFL Game Pass. Visit nflgamepass.com. Now, men's... Um, Oh, that's yeah, it just makes a lot of sense. And uh, I, you know, if you want to text in and give us your thoughts, oh four two seven one five four one double six, or give us a call one three hundred seven three six seven three six. We only got a a, uh, a short time again before we're up to the cricket tonight. Yeah, we do. Just before we wrap up on that, I just want to ask the question. I thought about this playing the showdown on the Saturday night, or do you potentially go with Adelaide and Port playing against different teams? You know you're going to get 50,000 in, play them on the Friday night, the Saturday night. That's a really interesting debate, I reckon. I think I think the showdown has to be part of it. It's magic round. Showdown's a magic. Absolutely. And that's why I'd put it right in the middle. Absolutely smack bang in the middle. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's uh, have a, a bit of a chat about the cricket as well. Last night, a rain-interrupted game. India get the points. They win by, um, in the end, it was only five runs. Um, India made six for 184. Virat Kohli is just flying at the moment. He loves the Adelaide Oval. I think he said after the game, they asked him about the Adelaide Oval, and he said, uh, yeah, it's his, it's his second favourite ground, um, apart from away from India. Uh, KL Rahul made 50. Um Linton Das for Bangladesh hit 60 off 27 balls. He was absolutely flying and was going to going to get Bangladesh over the line uh, before the rain came. And then the rain came, he slips over, and a direct hit run out sees him back in the sheds. Oh, it was disaster, heartbreaking, wasn't it? Wasn't it? Absolutely heartbreaking. I think a lot of people here uh, in Adelaide or across the world would have loved to see Bangladesh really potentially knock off the uh, Indian champions. And and as you said, he was on 57. They were none for 66 after seven overs when the rain came. So they were going at more than nine and over, nearly nine and a half. They're chasing 185. So they only needed 120 more of the next 13 overs. And then the rain come down. And within two balls of them resuming, this bloke who's made 57 runs off, off just 25 balls, I think it was at the time, mm. is out. Um, and with that, Bangladesh's hopes um, pretty much went that way. They played some poor shots. Um, they probably the pressure got to them that they 
the required run rate then had gone up to 10.5. And, and so they probably didn't play genuine cricket shots and took the game on a little bit more than they maybe had to because they still got within five runs at the end of the game. Yeah, I thought the bowling by Ash Deep in the, in the final over was very good too. Um, not many bowlers, you know, that can bowl a Yorker the way he did. Yeah, he, in the, he in was. The final over. And it's a, you know, it's a hard, hard thing to do because you can over pitch or under pitch. And, uh, yeah, he was excellent. He was excellent. And the other thing, the other part that was excellent as well, which you don't always see from the Indians, is in the field. Their catching was brilliant last night. It was and, unbelievable, wasn't it? And you think about They're normally how, not a not, bit unreliable. Correct. Unreliable yes. is the way I'd describe them. And you think about how wet it was at, at that stage last night when they resumed and the ball going on the ground and then it went so high in the air. And they didn't drop a catch, which was uh, rather incredible. They do say that catches win matches, and that certainly was the case last night. All right, uh, we're going to take a break, uh, men's. But before we do, don't forget mobile plans for just twenty bucks a month. Why wait? Switch to mate. It's as simple as that. And as we go to the break, it's a magic time in little old Adelaide. This is Sports Day SA. We'll be back after the break. You're listening to Sports Day for Kia. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car; they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. Welcome back to Sports Day SA. Paul Bonds and Dan Menzel with you. And Menz, during the break, we had a text from John from Hove. Asked the question, why not play some of the magic round at Glenelg Oval? Yeah, look, it's a great question. Um, I think Glenelg's a good place to watch footy, but I just I think the ground, the surface is a bit sandy. It's obviously near the beach. Um, I'm not sure it would be up to the standard, um, potentially, of the other grounds. And would they have enough time to resurface and get it up to With the cricket no, pitch no. there, it'd be a no, bit no. challenge. All right, it's time to speak to one of our great friends, Todd Gray. Tips from uh, Greyhound Racing. Uh, for expert Greyhound Racing tips, follow at the Dogs SA on Twitter or go to Greyhound Racing SA on Facebook. Uh, Toddy Gray, he's back. Two from two last hey. week. How are you going, my friend? It's about Toddy the uh, so what do you got for us this week? Can you back it up after a big big uh, two from two last week? Oh, I certainly hope so, boys. Um, now, first of all, I need to get something off my chest here. Listen, this dog's going to send me to therapy. But race <laughs> six, number six, Basil Brush Rose. Yes. Now, hear me out. Let me, <laughs> let me finish, please. I need this. All right. Since I jumped off the bandwagon, Second at 100 to 1. Second at 20 to 1. And then last week, absolutely bolts in. Now, fair enough, it was only $4. But you watch that replay. That dog winked at the camera when it crossed the line in first place. And I know that wink was at me. That wink was at me. I know it. So, But so, tonight, yep. $26 again. So you A little com- bit to win. You're confident? Play seven. I am. I, he should not miss the place. Well, this favourite in eight is $1.50. I think it's going to be the next biggest thing in South Australian grey and racing, Victor Damien. But I don't like paying a dollar fifty for petrol, let alone a winner. Yes, well, He'll come out last, Basil, and we know what he does. It's a it's a really good point. It's coming to a dollar twenty now, uh, Victor Damien. So it's uh, it's going to be a good watch regardless. But uh, Basil Brush Rose, there we go. What else have you got for us, Toddy? Um, for a dog which has been doing me head into a dog on my um, Christmas card list for bike, race eight. Number eight, Victor Reed. You can't do more than win, boys. He's won his last two at Gawler, including the Group 3 Gawler Cup. Both of those wins are from Box 8. 
He's got box eight again tonight. Now, box eight at Angle Park, a little bit trickier than the box eight at Gawler. For some reason at Gawler, box eight, wide runners love it. Now, unless you're a true blue dead set wide runner at Angle Park, you can struggle from box eight. Victor Reed loves box eight. There's only two dividends here. He's 550 to win, 250 to place. As long as he gets around that first term intact, which I can't see why you won't from that draw, he will be in this up to his eyeballs. Um, race eight, number eight, Victor Reed, each way all day. Beautiful. You got another one for us, Todd? Uh, yes. Now, this is just where, this is just where uh, just a couple of bobby way here. Race nine, number two, Dashing Kara. This is probably one of the weaker races of the night, and I mean that with all respect. But I did not think she'd be about eight or nine bucks. I thought she'd be a solid four or five dollar chance for mine. She's been getting better every run. She's been getting stronger every run, and she's finally learning how to handle herself in a fit race field. You can don't have to go through a dog. You can go underneath it. You can go around it. You don't have to go through it. Um, I like the draw tonight, and there's a lot of runners in this race which need the lead. They're not all going to lead. I reckon she just hugs the rails and runs a very very honest race. But that's your smallest wager of the three tonight. Race nine, number two. Dash and Cara. There we go. There we have it. I like that, Toddy. So if I quickly go over that, race six, number six, Basil Brush Rose, race eight, number eight, Victor Reed, and race nine, number two, Dashing Cara. Now, obviously, gamble responsibly, but Toddy, I've just put that into my multi um, on the app and he's paying $1,215 for a $1 bet. So we might get Sammy to have a look at that. And, uh, we're on. We're going we're to ba- back you in this week. Well, stranger things have happened, but if that happens again, up, you won't hear the end of it. I'll go right. to the top of Rundle Mall and I will just... Before, before you go, Todd, tell us a little bit about a dog called Filthy Phantom. Ah, this is unheard of. Thanks, lads. I really want to talk this dog up. He won yesterday at Gawler at his 308th tenth race start at, six, at nearly six and three-quarter years age. Now, I can only name you half a dozen dogs which have had over 200 race starts in their career, and I can only name you one or two dogs which have, had, which have raced to be over six and a half. Uh, he is doing things which Greyhound, a greyhound just shouldn't be able to do. And he's won, he won his last two starts. I used to compare him to Dustin Fletcher in the AFL, <laughs> but he just gets better with age. But I reckon he's got Dustin Fletcher covered now. He'd, well, nearly seven years old in greyhound years. You can do the maths yourself. And he's still winning with the best of them. He is an absolute gem of a dog, and I just wanted to give him a little plug because him, Baz is his kennel name, Bazza, Filthy Phantom, Tony Hyrix and the trainer, you guys are doing a phenomenal job. Brilliant. Keep it up. I love watching him go around, and I know he's got a little fan club. And we love your work, Todd. Thanks for joining us again on Sports ASA. Cheers, legends. Always a pleasure. Never a door. All right, Toddy there for Repco Authorised Service Centre for Expert Car Service. Book in at your local Repco service centre. Now, it's men's, we had uh, my quote of the day, which I started yesterday. Already, uh, we've got a credit for it. Oof. It's important to buy Australian right now. Look for the logo and buy Aussie. This is the Aussie-made quote of the day. My quote of the day. Here it goes. When people throw stones, turn them into milestones. And that is by the great man, Sushin Tendulkar. How is that for wisdom, Bonds? I mean, it helps with the talent level that he had as well, but that is a, I love that. That's a great quote. <laughs> uh, the little master with a little masterful quote. Uh, big night of cricket coming up on SEN Pakistan, taking on South Africa uh, live from the FCG, coming up straight after us. And don't 
uh, don't risk missing missing all your team's matches on the T20 World Cup on KO Sports. Watch the T20 Cricket World Cup on KO Sports. Men's, what do you got? Yeah, look, excited for tomorrow. So people in Adelaide, if you haven't got too much going on, you can get out of work potentially early. We have a massive day here in Adelaide tomorrow in the T20 World Cup. It is Ireland versus New Zealand at the Adelaide Oval starting at 2.30. So obviously if Ireland knocks off New Zealand, massive for us. And then at 6.30, Australia plays Afghanistan Double header here at the Adelaide Oval. So the weather's going to be great. Get along to one or if not two of those games tomorrow. It's going to be massive to see what happens um, with New Zealand and with Australia going forward into the semifinals, potentially, if we can get up bonds and results go our way. Now, you got a day off tomorrow. Your brother's coming in. I'm really excited uh, to have Troy on the show. Yes, he, uh, he'll be making his SEN debut tomorrow, his sports day debut. So, um, no, nah, he, he's done a little bit of media, but, um, no, nah, he's definitely excited to join yourself tomorrow, Bonds. All right, so join us tomorrow. Troy Menzel taking the seat of his brother tomorrow. It should be a lot of fun. Um, don't forget, tune in same time tomorrow at uh, 6 o'clock. We'll see you then. You're listening to Sports Day for Kia. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.